Hello and welcome everyone to the Key to Licensing One Simple Idea, simplifying licensing for inventors, product developers, and idea people. If you are here looking to learn about how to get your product to market through the route of licensing, you are in the right place. Stay tuned and make sure to join the others who are on their licensing journey. Hello and welcome everyone to another InventRight podcast. We just keep them coming, don't we? So today I have a special guest, a former student of ours, Courtney Laskowicz, and she has a wonderful story to tell. One of my favorite things about Courtney is she is the youngest female student that we have ever had go through our program. Um, and so I do think that it, it, this would be wonderful to reach out to a broader community of inventors, especially uh, younger inventors who are just learning about how to get I, their ideas and how to get them out to market and know what kind of process and what is available out there for them. So welcome, Courtney. Thank you so much for being a student of ours, an alum, alumnus now. And, mm-hmm. um, and let's start with your journey of how you even found out about this process or this idea of licensing products. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. I'm super excited to, to tell my story and share any tips that I've got. Um, so licensing is a very interesting uh, topic and how I, uh, learned about it. I've always come up with ideas and I never wanted to start a business with all of them. And I was really hoping there was actually a platform where you can, uh, you know, get as many ideas out there as possible, but not have to constantly start separate businesses. And, you know, my ideas were, were all over the place in different categories and so starting a business for each one just wasn't practical and were you in high school at this time or i was okay yes yeah um so you're in high school you have all these ideas floating around in your head would you constantly talk about your ideas like with friends and families some I would. Uh, the more I talked about them, the more I realized that maybe I shouldn't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so true. So true, my friend. <laughs> Sometimes the people that we tell our ideas to are not going to be the best support or yeah. they aren't, they're just not going to get it. They just won't get it. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I kept thinking about all these ideas and I thought, you know, there's got to be a way for me to, you know, not maybe have like one business and then put them all out and that didn't make yeah. sense so i wrote them down and about at that time i had about 300 ideas written down and i thought you know i got to start doing something with this if this is my passion i got to find a way i just didn't know that that way actually existed yeah so i started looking at a bunch of business books okay and i found a book called invent it sell it bank it by lori grenier Okay. And I started reading that book and I got about a third of the way through and it's a great book, um, but it wasn't exactly what I was looking for. So on Amazon, I looked at similar books to this book and I found, of course, One Simple Idea by Mm -hmm. Stephen Key. And that is really what changed everything. I The the book. book. 
Yep. I feel like the, the book, book is like a prerequisite for our, our program. It it, really I, I feel is. like everyone should needs to read the book. If you're really interested in licensing or even being part of the program, maybe we should make that as a prerequisite. I agree. <laughs> for I agree. <laughs> I recommend that book all the time to anyone yeah. even considering starting a business. I say, hang on, why don't you look into licensing, get this book, and yeah. then, you know, think about it more. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. So you got, the, you found the book on Amazon, you got the book and you read the book. Yep. I read the book and I fell in love with every single word in that book. It, it felt like that book was written completely for me. I was looking for something that I didn't know existed. And yet this book, it showed me exactly that this was my dream. This, this is exactly what I want to do. And I immediately looked into InventRight. And I fell in love with everything about you guys and everything is, is history uh, from there. I was 20 when I started the program. Uh, so you are considering at this time, did, had you graduated from high school already or um, where were you at in your, how old were you when you started our program? Oh, 21. You were 21 when you found us or when you started our program? I think I was, ooh, when did I read the book? It was probably when I was maybe 18 or 19. I joined the program when I was 20. Okay, uh, you joined our program when you were 20. And so after you graduated from high school, you were, what were you looking into? Like, were you, were you debating, like, do I go to um, college? Do I go to trades? Do I go, you know, like, what were your, what were you trying to determine at that point? Yeah, so... I applied for nine different colleges. Um, I worked really, really hard in high school. Um, I had a great GPA and I got into all of the nine uh, universities. And then I kind of took a step back and I, I thought, what do I really want to do? And what I really wanted to do was entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. And it's, these programs at these universities didn't give that. And so instead, I went to a community college near me mm -hmm. um, and took a lot of business courses um, from 18 to 20. Um, and luckily, they had a small business development center on campus. And if you are a student, you get 65 hours of free professional business help. Oh, that's wonderful. So I, I started there and I got lots of help. I started a small jewelry business. Um, in college um, called Snappable, and that's still going. Uh, but that was more the business area and I realized really fast how yeah. much overhead you have to deal with. And yes. I can't do that for, you know, more than one idea. So right. though it's, it's still going strong, uh, all of my ideas now are, are through licensing and I, I just cannot, I still cannot believe that there is even a a process and a method to something that I didn't know existed. And now I'm, I'm completely enveloped in it every single day and absolutely love the process of licensing. Yeah. I mean, and it just goes to show you like even in community colleges and even in major in like, uh, like four, four year degree colleges, um, they do teach business and they do, you know, some have now expanded on their entrepreneurship, uh, courses and even degrees. However, it still takes you through the traditional process of developing your own business and Absolutely. running your own company. And nobody, again, once again, 
there aren't any credit courses other than ours in Australia now, but there right. aren't any credited accredited courses or accredited colleges that actually teach the business model of licensing. Now, I know that Stephen has spoken at some universities and they might be incorporating it or plan on incorporating that into their classes and then use the book as a textbook. So I think that is, you know, there are, you know, of the of those universities and, and colleges that have heard about licensing and right, uh, you know, and Stephen and InventRight, et cetera, are now being more open to it and providing it as a valid business model for their students to learn. But, but as I mean, again, the traditional part, the traditional path is venturing, and now you have right. now you're in a actual you're not necessarily a school per se, but now you're an actual program where you yep. have a coach that you are going to be working with uh, that's going to teach you and show you how to license your ideas. And, you know, a big part of that is I didn't want to go into debt. I, I oh, wanted God to- God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> I was smart right from the get-go and I, I didn't want to be in debt. I wanted to just take in my passion and be able to be a part of it every single day. And if I had to think about the debt that I was going into and I had to pay off constantly, that's a, a big burden that I didn't want to deal with. And if you want to go into inventing and in licensing, if you want to be a master in that field, you have to go and become a student of InventRight. It is the only way you can start with the book. You can go to InventRight TV, the YouTube channel. You can listen to Keto Licensing. Um, but you know, if, if you really want to make your dreams come true in the, the licensing field, you really have to become a student. It, it was, and it still is life-changing. Yeah. And you had to actually, cause you were, you know, 20, 21 years old, going to be jumping into this course. And, um, did you have to, uh, talk to your parents about it and like, make sure that they were familiar and on board and supportive of you going this direction? Because if typically if somebody who's usually, you know, planning on or determining to go to college goes to their parents, has been accepted to nine schools and is like, <laughs> hey, mom and dad, I want to do this on this program online with a coach that teaches me how to license my ideas. What do you think about that? Like, that that might not necessarily resonate and go over so well with a lot of people's yeah. parents. So let's talk about that. We should probably have your parents on this call too, but I'm going <laughs> to, I'm going to let you speak for them. Yeah. Uh, it, it did take a little bit of convincing. Um, they weren't completely sure if uh, InventRight was real. They wanted to make sure that my money that was uh, hard uh, earned yeah. was not a scam and we were all nervous um, and it really takes due diligence. You know, you, you got to do research about the company that you're spending your, your money in like you would normally with, with any company that you want to do business with, whether you're, yeah. whether you're looking into patents or prototypes. And so, you know, we did a lot of research and <laughs> we couldn't find anything bad about you guys. And I, I felt so hard in love. You know, I asked uh, people in the inventing community, um, I asked who's read the book. I, I looked at the comments in, on your guys' YouTube channel. I really went deep because my money was important to me. Yeah. And 
I really wanted to make the best decision. And once they saw that the InventRight was trustworthy and they saw how much passion that I had for this uh, industry and this company, we all decided that we were going to, to take the leap and see what it brought me. Yeah. And that is incredible. Um, I mean, just, just the fact that you took the time, like this is something you were so passionate about and that you took the time to deep, deep, like dig deeper and do your due diligence. Um, unfortunately we do hear from many inventors, um, about, you know, not doing that type of work and, or, and reviewing and looking up companies for reviews and et cetera, and kind of getting taken advantage of and going down the wrong path. But I think you were very familiar with the mission of our company of really educating and empowering inventors and our values. And I think that we want to really convey that to the inventor community of what our mission and our values is as a company um, because that is really who we're, who we're about. And so I'm glad that you're both you and your parents took the time to get to know us and to yeah. do research and to make sure that for us, it's always a right fit. Like, are you as a student going to be a right fit for us? And then are we as a company going to be a right fit for you? And, um, and yep you know, and then if that is, if it's a match, you know, kind of like dating, but if it's a match, (laughs) obviously, then we continue to work together to take you through that process. So we are grateful and fortunate for it to have been a match because you are a wonderful student. And so you get into the program and you are matched with a coach. So how did the program go? You're in the program and what was that experience like going through the steps of the process? Is it what you had expected? Was it not what you expected? Kind of, if you remember, and obviously you were a student back in, you officially started with us as a student in 2016. Um, and so take us kind of, if you can remember um, when you had started, <laughs> what that experience was like of being an InventRight student. So the 10 steps were amazing. I'm, I'm definitely one to have a structure in how I do things. And mm-hmm. the 10 steps really helped me understand what I need, needed to do. It was kind of like, great, once I could check off uh, step one, then I can go to step two. And you know, once I, I get to step 10, I have been successful. So it was great to have that path and to have a, a coach to constantly be able to uh, rely on but you know one thing that surprised me was even though you know they're giving me help uh you know an education on how to license one thing that surprised me was also the mental and emotional support that my coach at InventRight gave me it's it's not just about the steps it's not just once you make a sketch then you want to digitize it it's those steps are crucial and extremely important to your success in licensing but if you have internal roadblocks that either you know you don't believe you're good enough you don't believe you can do this you don't think your idea is great anything that you are fighting with in your head you can tell your coach and just having that coach to bounce back 
uh, bounce off ideas with and, and be honest about how you're feeling with each, with each step, it makes you go through the process so much faster because you have this beautiful, clear, honest communication between yourself and the person that is educating you that wants you to succeed. So of course I came to invent right to have these, to push me through these steps and, and to give me, you know, the education that I need to license, but I was surprised at how, how they were able to help me mull through these very difficult emotional and mental roadblocks that we constantly put up as individuals and they were able to push me through it. And, and that was the, the most liberating and exciting thing to me about uh, the InventRight process. I love that. That's amazing. And I, I also have to agree, there's more substance into the coaching than what most people sometimes think of as, well, it's just the 10 steps or I can do this on my own. Or it's like, uh, no, no, you're not. No, (laughs) you're not not gonna. I mean, very, and granted, you know, I I don't want to put out a blanket statement and saying nobody can ever do this on their own because we have seen some individuals um, read the book and and follow the YouTube videos and have licensed by using all the great resource we have. It's very few and far between. It's kind of, you know, that's very rare that that happens um, because majority of the time, the there's more to it than just the steps there is so much more substance and so many layers in between those steps where the coach gives you that support and that guidance through more of those layers and um and so i know i personally like felt that as well because you know, you do have, you start questioning things, you start doubting yourself, you start, then you also have exciting moments. And like all these, it's, um, it's just all these like emotions, uh, going through and thoughts that are happening while you're going through the pro while you're going through the actual licensing process and the steps, you need to be able to talk to somebody about it. And, it's hard to talk to the book and it's hard to talk to the videos. They're not going to talk back to you when you get interest from a company and you're like, holy crap, like, what do I do now? What do I say now? What would InventRight tell me to do? Well, you don't have to guess and make those assumptions. You can schedule your appointment, talk to your coach, you know, get excited, but then, then kind of bring you down to, okay, all right, this is good. Now here's what we're going to do. So, um, so yeah, I agree with you a hundred percent about that. And, and that's great about, uh, having a coach they're, they're in a way your mentor. So you may not necessarily be able to talk about licensing to, you know, your friends and your, your family, the people you care about, because they don't understand what the process is like. And so yeah. having that mentor with you, your, your coach is someone where, that you can celebrate with, where they, they get you, they, they understand the process, they, they can celebrate with you, and they can help you through the hard parts. And of course, your family is there to hopefully to support you through this process. But it's, it's difficult to talk about the integral nitty gritty of licensing with someone who is just not familiar with it. So, so to have that mentor to connect with, to have that coach is, is really, at least it was for me, my key to success. Yeah. 
And I think you also don't feel as alone because going through it, yeah. a lot of things that I hear, the, the one thing that I do hear consistency, consistently from product developers or inventors or individuals who are trying to get their ideas on the market is they do end up feeling very alone um, or not knowing who to go to or who to trust or who to talk with or some individuals or most individuals are venturing so they can find tons of resources on how to venture and patents and all this stuff. Right. But when it comes down to licensing ideas, it's kind of like, well, it's well, kind well, of well, this, right? Exactly. And so when they finally, when people eventually find InventRight and find our community, there is this level of support and understanding that we have because we probably can relate from where they've been or where Absolutely. they're starting from. Yeah. So it's like, yes, like we are here. We've gone through this. A family. And yes, very much a family. So no, I love it. So through the program, you're working on your ideas. Did you end up licensing while you were a student after you had graduated? Um, you, you did end up licensing a couple of your products. So talk about that experience and kind of timeline as well. So I did not license uh, when I was a part of InventRight. Um, I, the, the biggest uh, hurdle for me was contacting companies. I'm definitely a introverted person. So for me to talk to people again and again and again on, on the phone, it really made me remember that I am in the rejection business and it's knows. Okay <laughs> yes. <to> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, it was very hard. That step was very difficult for me, but uh, being able to use LinkedIn and email was phenomenal. And, and my coach really helped me with that. So uh, I got a licensing deal uh, while I was with my coach, but it did fall through. Um, they didn't decide to go with my product idea. They had a, about 30 of them. And they, what this company in particular did is they pitched those ideas to another company and that company decides which of those ideas they're interested in. So mm -hmm. it was really great experience for me to go through that and look at uh, licensing contracts from that perspective. So once yeah. I got out of, uh, didn't I uh, got out of being a student at InventRight I was able to deal with my contract in a way that that worked with those 10 steps beautifully because I've already been through the process even yeah. though it didn't go through right exactly and then so the, one of the biggest things also is that some people will come in with the expectation that they're going to license their first ever idea of course in six months and right. I and there is a level of reality um yep. that like we are here to teach you the steps of the process Education. but you may exactly but you may or may not end up licensing your first product in those six months and uh, that shouldn't be the goal it really should be learning right. the process and um it would be it's really going to be more of a timing thing like what product of yours is right. going to get licensed to what company and at what time. And, and, and that is really kind of a key thing to, um, for individuals to keep in mind is that it doesn't work like, it doesn't work like data. It, it, it's not a equation where you can right. specifically project 
which idea, what company, when. There are so many variables being thrown at you. And and it's true that you don't necessarily have the ability to control. So your product, although you are taking the right steps, you're doing everything, you're submitting it to companies, you got interest from the company, but then it's going to be now the ball will be in their court. They have to make the ultimate decision. You have the ability to control everything that you have the control over. And, but then when they are making the final determination, it's, they still have to make the decision of, yes, we're moving forward or no, we're, we're not. And then what do you take away from that? What have you learned from that experience and how is that going to benefit you next time? Absolutely. And this is why I love InventRight. This is the beauty of it because you need to look at it as an education. This is this is not a program where you stick with one idea and the goal is to get that idea to the end. And if the program ends before you license your idea, that's it, you're done. And you can't, you know, if you didn't license and you don't know the steps because it wasn't education, it was just on that one idea, you have no idea what to do next where, right. where that's not InventRight. InventRight is a family. They, they will help you. It is education. So it, it's not really a matter of, did you license or not? It's a matter of, did you learn the steps to be successful for a lifetime of future success? And yeah. that's what InventRight taught me. So I'd say about a year and a half later, uh, after uh, I was done with the InventRight program. I uh, connected with, uh, connected back with a company who actually rejected my idea uh, the first time. And they said, "Oh, you know, we're, we're not interested. Check back in six months." And I sent the same uh, idea back in six months, and they were interested. And That's awesome. <laughs> they asked me if I had more ideas, and I said absolutely. And I got off that call and. I immediately thought, shoot, I got to come up with more ideas. <laughs> that's so, that's so great. I love that. I love that it's that you reached back out to the same company right. and then it was, again, it's a matter of timing, right? So you yep. didn't necessarily, you didn't change your process. You didn't Correct. change the product. Uh, you didn't change the sell sheet. You Correct. simply resubmitted it to the same company. And now, and so that variable was timing what yep. was the right timing for them and what was it the right timing for it to be a match and then they ended up being interested but also seeing you as a professional you know seeing you this girl approached us correctly she submitted an, a fantastic sell sheet it communicated the benefits of her product what else does she have up her sleeve you know and so then the, and you establish this relationship with them Absolutely. And, and being professional is everything. It opens that, that open, relaxed conversation between you and your potential licensee and showing up as being professional could be the difference between forming a strong bond and connection with that company and that person or, or them completely passing you by because of how you approach them. And, and so because I, I did that and all I did, like you said, all that changed was the timing. And I didn't, I didn't sit around during those six months. I was constantly shopping my idea around. I wasn't waiting for that month. And so when that month came around, it was, I, I forgot about it. I'm like, oh yeah, it's, it's June already, isn't it? I guess I yeah. should have sent an email. And it didn't make me feel 
panicked or stressed, I could easily send that email. He said, great, let's get on a call. And out of the maybe 50 some ideas that we talked about for hours on, on multiple calls, he liked three other ones. So um, it took about a year to get those ideas developed. And uh, now I have four products licensed by that company. That's amazing. That is so incredible. I love that. And congratulations on licensing for ideas. Thank you so much. That is, um, that's so fun and that's so exciting. And um, uh, are you, so are you continuing to work on more products, more ideas? Are, Are you continuing to continue to pitch ideas to companies uh, and basically follow the same process and steps that you've learned through the program? Absolutely, yes. So I've, I've been pitching lots of product ideas to my uh, licensee uh, and I am going into another industry now and I have all sorts of ideas uh, and I, I've made a couple of sell sheets and I'm picking this one particular idea and I am using the exact same process that I did to license my four ideas and pitch this other idea now to uh, other companies in a completely other industry. And I I absolutely love it. It, It's proof that it does work. And it's amazing that one idea led to four. And and, and for me to just think about that, all the struggle and, and the pain and the rejections that I had to go through to get that one door open, that one product for them to be interested led to four beautiful, amazing products that are now on the market because of my hard work yeah. and dedication. And, and that's what the payoff is. It's, it's the feeling that you get of success that it works. And I think also persistence. I've, I sense oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> I sense that all of our students who are very persistent and very consistent with the process that's are everything. the one is that is such a huge element and such a huge factor because so there's going to be so many times that you either want to get give up or question or you oh, yeah. you know you want to just not do it anymore or you yep. start or you start questioning the process oh yeah and or you start questioning your products and and, and that's yeah, that's the beauty of having a coach too, yeah. because you can go through all of these crazy emotions yes. and feelings during the education, and then when you get out of there, you are equipped with all of these tools of oh, now I feel anxious. That's okay, my coach, you know, taught me this. Oh, yeah. I don't feel like I want to do this anymore. That's okay, my coach, my my coach told me to do this, and so now you have all of those tools, and now you have even more energy and power even after the. Uh, education is is over you can continue to feel uh like you can do it even though the program is over so when it was over to me uh it gave me more fuel and more passion to to prove to myself and show that you can you can license i now am equipped with every tool i could possibly need to be able to to license and and i did how do you think we can get the message out more to young female entrepreneurs and obviously i'm you know saying female because you are the youngest female um product developer and student that we've had in our program and so like 
how would how do you think we can get the message across to more younger inventors um, letting them know and to be aware of that this is an option for you this is a viable direction um, for you to take and um, you know and and give them the help help to set them on the right path as well as they're going through kind of the same situations or scenarios or might be in the same place that you were when you were in high school or even those who are in college right now um, and going through this of questioning what am I doing or is this the right path for me or I have all the uh, these ideas like there has to be another way like how do we how do we get this information to them education partnership, forming groups, getting a group together of all of the, the young inventors who, who are female together talking about this issue and, and getting it out to the masses. There are lots and lots of companies that support women in business, uh, women in tech. Uh, I was actually a winner of NCWIT, um, which is a National Computing Woman in Technology Award when I was um, in high school and that group is a phenomenal group that supports women in this business world and so anyone out there who is inventing who is licensing who has been successful who, who's young who's a woman we need more people like you and so reaching out to these companies and speaking at these companies having an education forming a, a strong bond with these partnerships and these these companies who work with these women, these very young women, middle, middle school and high school uh, girls, uh, that is extremely important to, to getting the word out of what even is licensing? Yeah. Why, why would you do it? What is the point of it? And, and the more we can show that to our young women in our community, the more success and happiness we can get from licensing so i'd say as much outreach as possible yeah and partnering with with companies who work with women uh, in tech and women in business is crucial to getting the word out yeah education outreach communication forming those partnerships is definitely exactly. important so uh so young kids and young females can learn this at an early age and know that there are options that they have if yep. they want to see their ideas come to market. And, um, and so I completely agree. Well, what are some, okay, so final thoughts here, Courtney, what are some takeaways that you would like inventors to know uh, as far as the license, the licensing world goes, if you were to uh, come up with three keys to licensing, <laughs> what would you say they would be? I would say my first key would probably be to trust in the process. Mm -hmm. uh, it's very easy to question the process. Uh, and it's extremely reasonable and understanding to do so. And that's great that if you have a coach uh, with InventRight, then you can question it like crazy. You can ask them, you can hound them about it all, and it will still come back to those 10 steps. So I would definitely say uh, trusting in that process is uh, definitely crucial for uh, a key to licensing. 
Uh, I would say my second key would probably have to be persistence. Mm-hmm. You're, you're going to be in perseverance, definitely perseverance. You're, you're going to go through a lot of uh, emotions and, and a lot of difficult situations that, that will make you feel like you may not be equipped. And that's why you have this education is so we, we can equip you. They can equip you with this. So I'd probably say my second key would be perseverance. Um, and maybe a little bit of, of determination of remembering why you're here and, and why you want to license uh, the happiness that it brings you. Just remembering that I think is, is definitely, I, w- I would call my second key to uh, licensing. And then my third key, you know, I would probably have to say, believe in yourself. Uh you know, it's, it's very difficult, at least, you know, being a, a young uh, woman in, in business, you will hit a lot of roadblocks. And the goal is to not let it shake your world. And so believing, believing in your own personal core is one of the absolute best things that you can do in the business world and in licensing because you are the only person who can make your product successful and you can't do it if you don't believe in yourself. So I would say trust in the process, uh, definitely persevere through those difficult times and believe in yourself that you are enough. Everyone, everyone, whether you're you're a, a, a woman, whether you're male, whether you're old or young, whoever you are, believe in yourself and know that, that who you are is enough to be able to take you to that success. Courtney, that's freaking awesome. <laughs> that's so, I think people just need to hear that day in and day out and write those three things down in front of them and repeat them to themselves every day. Um, I agree. I don't think um, uh, those are such powerful, powerful statements and such powerful uh, takeaways for not only inventors, but I think everyone who is working hard through anything in life. And, um, and so I think that those are, they're, they're absolutely amazing, um, to, to hear that, write those three down, put them in front of you. Anyone who's listening to this, repeat that to yourself every single day. And, um, you know, and, and you can do it. You can certainly do it. So I want to thank, and I want to thank you so much for being part of the podcast. I mean, your, your honesty, your enthusiasm is just so incredible. Um, and we're, we're just lucky to have you as, you know, an alumni in the program. I know now you're heading up the, and working on IGA. So we can, we'll probably have to talk about that on another podcast (laughs) and what's going on with IGA. But, um, but I want to thank you so much for taking the time to share your experience and your story and being a, a inspiration to others out there that hopefully will end up listening to this. 
Absolutely, Sylvia. It has been a complete honor to, to be on this podcast and to talk with you about this. So thank you so much. Thank you for listening to the Key to Licensing One Simple Idea, the podcast. If you haven't already, please go to Apple Podcasts, subscribe, rate, and leave us a review. You can also check out our YouTube shows, VentRight TV with Stephen Key and Andrew Krause. Join me next week for another interview. Thank you for listening and keep inventing. <laughs>